the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have on Thorsten from Tangerine Dream. How are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great. I'm glad, I'm glad to have you on. I was with you, Dom, a co-host today, a friend of mine and a keyboard enthusiast. But you are more known in, in the world of electronics for probably being in Tangerine Dream, but you also do a lot of your own stuff, probably just as much at this point, um, since COVID, at least. It looks like online as far as touring and stuff, right? Yeah, so um, COVID was a strange thing. So hopefully um, it doesn't come or repeats itself. But to have kind of two years to focusing on, on, on the studio work, yeah. it's unbelievable. Normally you're, you're interrupted um, by, by live concerts, especially in the summer. That we, we play a lot of concerts and festivals. It's always on Saturday or Sunday. So we're leaving. And um, so I, I think I... I I missed the moment um, where it it's, could be okay to play with a laptop. <laughs> um, and so it, when when I'm playing or when Tender and Dream are playing, they expected, uh, they, they're expecting a modular system all the, all the sins, um, for, for, for many and good reasons. Because, right. so, and so um, the gear is always on the road from Thursday to, to Tuesday. Um, but in, in the last two years we had just time to focusing on 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 recording and composing an album and it was unbelievable just to came every day in the same situation same environment nothing left nothing just just driving around europe somewhere to have everything there all all members are here and um yeah just compose focusing and care about music without doing some yeah concerts so i know yeah. it's uh, yeah it, it's it's good and bad at the same time so yeah. um but i think we we did yeah from our perspective right the best out of it i think i guess my biggest question is when i look at the body of work that you do and that tangerine does and then live things and then also the amount of gear and updates and songwriting and modules you can get caught in a worm you know in a wormhole just on playing with gear and modules getting a sound that's cool then it get the time to figure out and you play like a billion instruments you play like what guitar keyboards violin you play just about everything so that's like a million instruments like to sit down to even write a song whether it's for yourself or with a band and then you're also the conductor and the band leader of tangerine dream so i mean I don't know where you can find the time to do all of that besides just recording. Um, when it comes to update, uh, um, I miss all of the updates. Yeah, sometimes yes, sometimes not. So, um, so it's good. So, so I spend a lot of time in the studio. So um, to be honest, maybe have a very boring life beside of two or three private activities like bicycle or something i'm just i'm s sitting here in the studio and 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 try to make music and um try to understand instruments and um i think the the idea of mm, our world of electronic music is just sitting there and being there when you're on the right mood and get into the flow and something special happens so we make music all day but waiting for the moment where you should play uh, should press record right so are i just 
quick question. Now you say, are you recording all the time while you are experimenting in case you kind of catch something and say, oh, wait a second, that little nugget. I mean, yeah. could you take us through how you are doing your composition? Because I, for me, I have a hard time starting and I'll get stuck. So I would like to hear your thoughts. Um, we record most of the time. So even we, we record every concert and sometimes it's like having nothing after because you have everything. So after the UK tour, I copied all concerts in a row in my uh, Cubist arrangement and it was one day, 23 hours and 40 minutes. Um, and, and you have 64 mono tracks. So um, it, it, so it's it took gonna take years if if you search uh, searching the crackle on one single track inside the the project. But now um, we have different approaches to composition and um, creating music. So um, I think we learned a lot out of the idea of making free music. So we all composing for ourselves and compose together. But at the end of every concept, we play something we call session because I don't like the term um, imp improvisation because it's have something as improvisation always sounds a little bit like jazz guys playing um, every solo, then you, then you and just playing muscle memory or right. uh, scales. Uh, um, so kind of real time composition, maybe is is more like what, what we gonna call it or, or session and um to, and to to have the best of both worlds so sometimes we are jamming or doing a session um record everything but um to to have but more spot on sometimes we just play and then if we have a feeling that it feels right on on different levels so we record maybe 64 tracks 228 tracks so something periodic and then working on it like a composition in a studio environment with all the ideas of uh, have so if, if you're jamming um you're with different people yes sometimes limited um of doing free chords because you always stay in the root key and um, um so we just take some some bars from that some bar for that and then where we we create a new part in the studio environment and then jamming on the next part and so it, it it's it's maybe a long process because of this but it feels good and then everyone has his own studio um you can edit and add single melodies one and then we came together and try which one is, is the best or maybe use a different sound or maybe just filter or do effects on it so um sometimes it just happens and sometimes you have a kind of a concept before what we like to do yeah. the best is the easiest is film music because you are, have to serve the picture and not um yeah no. yeah but, but yeah and the combination of all is probably the most interesting in the end of the day you you started the band and you were in it for a couple of years and eventually you ended up taking over as the band leader and and, and Edgar when Edgar was there and kind of the passing of the torch can you walk mm -hmm. that process how it kind of happened as you kind of came in and then it was kind of put you in mm -hmm. charge of that and so I was, um, I came from a different background, to be honest. So um, I was um, 
a combination of um, classical music, composition stu uh, student, uh, and um, doing bands like Gothic Rock, um, uh, the, the Cure, Feats of Nephilim, Mission, that that stuff, and um, a combination with uh, I loved always um, progressive rock, like but more phonograph generator or Genesis King yeah. Crimson. Um, so and King Crimson is very sequence based music, if you like. So if if you listen listen to Red, it's all sequences. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I only played only played synths and piano, and uh, so, so I started playing in a different life, I guess, of playing violin and youth orchestras and, <laughs> and flute recorder. I played drums in a swing band. Um, um, but um, the, the guy for foreign foreign affairs in, in Edgar's office in Berlin um, was a singer of a um, gothic metal band called Sepulchre Mentes. Uh, it's Latin for kind of... Um, Tomb of the mind, something like this. So programmentous, and um, he, so he said, "Okay, I was one of three guys um, who was sent to Vienna to 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 Edgar's studio just to okay. met him." So there were several phone calls, um, which I find strange then because I was yeah, I was young, so it was first <laughs> nineteen years ago. Now. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing this 19 years now, and um, and I was very young, and Edgar was around 50, 51, well, it was old to me, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm 54 by myself, uh, 45, sorry, um, and, and, but I think it's, so we, 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 he knows that we're gonna, the guy who's, join the, the the environment there ha, um, has to spend a lot of time with him so you have to yeah and talking and coming getting along with each other is is maybe uh, as important as being the musician he was Absolutely. looking for yeah um for sure and so we talked about music so on the other hand was very detailed but uh, like, like grounded um uh uh, things that I have to to do. So, so that it was clear that I have to use Cubase, and because it's it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a good thing and a benefit if everyone's using the same platform. Oh, yeah. um, and some, if if I knew some samplers, the was um, gigas <laughs> sampler these days, um, and and kind of Halion, and if I knew since, to be honest, I'm, I never played a modular system before. So okay, but progressive. Okay, progressive rock, but got rock. But I, I was young, so I had some some corks and some Roland synths, but more yeah, the the normal ones <laughs> that I could afford. <laughs> yeah, early twenties. Yeah, yes. um, and then um, we spent a lot of time in Vienna, and uh, the idea was just to test it for fourteen days, and maybe it's not the best. Part in history of Tendrin Dream, the um, this was time of um, of the Dante Algeri um, Divine Comedy um, album, and it was planned to do th uh, with the orchestra, and um, because I had a um, or have a classic background, I was able to just 
write down scores and their notes. So, so it, was, it was not only playing, and just okay, yeah, I can do the string arrangements. I will. So, um, yeah, and this was 19 years ago. It's unbelievable. Wow. I never did something as long as, as this, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, the band is, is bigger than one person at this point. I mean, absolutely. That, the concept is the stronger. Point, right. Is that the point where he wanted to hand it on to you to take on when he couldn't do it? Is it going to be like a continuing thing? Like you'll pass it on, like it'll be mm-hmm. Tangerine Dream will be so, his ongoing? Um, yeah, yeah, I think it was even a Bau- uh, Peter Bauman uh, quote that the, the uh, idea of Tangerine Dream is stronger than a single person. And um, and the concept, and there are even kind of scales and rules for the music. And maybe this is one of the good things, some would call bad, but I never programmed a sequence, a step sequence before, or a modular system. But I spent always more than half a year a year at Edgar's studio. There was a big house and some several houses together in, in, in Austria and Germany. And um, learned everything about step sequences and model system from from oh. Edgar himself. So um, I had a good bass player. So I, I, I was never in the position, or I had ne- was never my idea to program a bass. Um, so um, all the bass sequences are strictly learned from from the master himself, if you like. And he was definitely the master of sequencing. Um, and finding melodies inside the sequence and some rules like. Um, what's the function of fourths and sevenths in intervals? Um, you can adapt this um, on doing multi-rhythm sequences um, in, in wow. many levels, and and was 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 a kind of and the good thing and the bad thing. Edgar is a kind of the prototype of a of a boss, if you like. So, so, well, a little bit grumpy, but always um, had a very strong and crystallized vision of 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 what he wanted, and um, and uh, mostly what what he didn't want <laughs> in inside the music, which is absolutely great. So, um, so I'm always stacking pads and pads and melodies and another sound and another sound and Edgar came and said, just delete all the stuff or we don't need this half a minute and probably it, it, it was making the music much better and kind of have to learn that it, it's fine to stack six or seven lead lines right. always on top and top and top but it's it's kind of it's more brave to use one strong sound and believe in that sound. Like, in the, like, like in really the strong moment. self-editing? Yeah. Like, you're, like you're really editing yourself? Yeah. So you know when to stop. I yeah. think it would be easy to get into the trap of, oh my gosh, I've got this wonderful studio. I've got so many sounds. I want to layer the sounds. Oh, this it's getting only more epic if I add this. Yeah. I, 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 could, I could completely see that, especially uh, as a as a, a equipment guy that I tend to be, I'd be like, Oh, we got to add some more. We got to, you, know, yeah. you know, so that's, Absolutely. that's, that's amazing to hear that you need to let it. I've always heard you need to let the music breathe and be itself. So that's, yeah. that's interesting to hear that from you. 
Absolutely, but but twenty years ago, nineteen years ago, it was unbelievable. So there were so many sins I always saw on on old Genesis videos and and all prospects. Are like okay, okay, that's a that's a real prophet five, and that's a seventy three minimoke. And it's a, so come on, as a Jupiter six and eight and four, as a, oh, was yeah. unbelievable for me. So so um, and it what was hard to get the sounds I wanted to hear from them in the first second so normally um, I, I had the like the cork z1 m1 all the roll and stuff wave station what, what, what was normal this time and but you have to really work with a jupiter 8 um else it would sound always like the total press which is probably not so bad but um, <laughs> you know what i mean yes yeah yeah that's yeah. So I guess what you're saying is that a lot of your sounds you started to delve deeper than just the presets because you couldn't just be, you know, just relying on what was there in front of you. So uh, you, I guess, you became quite the sound designer as well, and especially with that time period where those romplers were really you were starting to really get into that. So that's interesting. Unless if you can expand on that, that'd be great. Absolutely. So we always used um, many hardware effects and maybe filter bank and always um, equalizers on, on, on mixing, real mixing desks to, to form it. But, but I think even equalizing and compression and, and, and all the effects are a part of the sound design too, a part of the sound too in electronic music. That's 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 very interesting because I, I get you know as a as a neophyte that I claim to be as myself I, I it's all I can do to handle the synthesizers never mind now taking it to the next level and really starting to tweak them with the uh, the effects and so and that that's interesting to hear with with the sound over the years you guys have changed from originally going kraut rock and then like the band has changed with different sounds is it just more of a like a, a linear um, malleable sound where you guys it, you're not planning on being any sound. It's just what you guys write and comes out of you at the time. Or is there a plan where you're going with the music? You know what I'm saying? So so Edgar had plans for everything. So <laughs> sound con con concepts and ideas, how things should evolve, should should have kind of an, of an dynamic or, or even artistically uh, envelope. And all, all all people that joined and um, or left um, Tinder Dream had a big impact. So uh, the first three years from '67, um, so I, th I think the, the the founding members were beside Edgar uh, were left three months ago. So I think most of the founding members were were gone in '68. But there's very few. Um, um, uh, audio documents or sound documents of these times. First um, was real album was um, meditation, electronic meditation with with Klaus Schulz on drums and and Konrad Schlitzer, um, and the left after the first half. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you have Centauri and then Zeit and with Zeit, um, Franke and Baumann came in and. Um, I think both have had a huge impact of the music and. But even as Bowman left six years ago as a um, um with with the drums and Jolliffe on, on, on flute and saxophone and vocals, it had an unbelievable impact 
two years uh, later, Schmerling. I think Schmerling um, was more a little bit more synth poppy in in a good way. To, he adds more more rememberable melodies in in kind of a periodic way that you can remember. Not not kind of. I think um, Bauman and Edgar was more playing kind of m motives. Yeah, that, 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 but that, that didn't follow a kind of periodic rule that came off 32 tracks, 64, whatever. Um, and um, Schmerling was more kind of kind of a pop structured idea melody, um, like Logos and um, yeah, Logos. There are different tracks called <laughs> called yeah. Logos, but both uh, fit in the description or White Eagle. Um, then hustling was a little bit more funky, I guess. So it's okay. So if you came after the one that left, um, you you have to always to play the they parts on concerts. So, so I, I have to learn all <laughs> all the parts, and I'm not so funky. So so the Paul hustling was the most hard parts to learn because it was complete different background. So I never listened to, to be honest, to to. To soul music or, or funk, well, soul is fine. Right. Songs of Key of Life, Stevie Wonder, and all the stuff is unbelievably good. But I'm, I'm, I was not so into the, the funk keyboarder thing, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and actually, yeah, so really... another layer of complexity. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead so, no, I'm saying so. Does it sound, sounds like each each member as they come and go, they bring their own flavor yeah. in. Yeah. So you're, you're trying to so you're trying to carry the overall sound as you add your own in so each time it gets higher and higher stacked mm -hmm. but the the history you guys is like what over 100 albums now from in all different types of music really that's true yeah, yeah. different and, almost like different periods of mm -hmm. music yeah so so i think the problem would be if you listen all plus album every eight years so probably it, it, it wouldn't sound like the same band sometimes as a yeah, but maybe it's hard. So, but if you listen all the albums in between, you're finding the red line and maybe the way why it it's led to that change of music or that uh, change of atmosphere. So you you can can find a, a line from from meditation to tamgram, but you probably had to listen to Zeit, Fedra, and Stratosphere. Um, because stratosphere was always based on melodies the first time, which maybe it's more on, on tangram. But if you're skipping three of them or two of them, you probably won't find the, the red line in between. Right. When I do that on iTunes or something, I'll go 10, 20 albums between. <laughs> like, you know, the big yeah. time period, it sounds like totally yeah. different. Which, as a fan of music, it's really fun because it's still the same members, the same creating force, doing something totally different. And if you're like yeah. one thing, you can listen to the same album over and over again. So having something kind of different is, is, is fun, you know. Um, but how do you do the difference of your songwriting now and doing your own stuff and Tangerine? How is it different when you're trying to do your, where's the line drawn? So it's, it's clear from the first moment um, because of different scales. So we have very, really fixed scales in Tangerine Dream music and... Um, and sometimes it's kind of a free feeling to um, compose my own stuff because I could do all all the things that probably w won't fit in it. So um, I, nowadays I have also kind of a post-rock 
background with a lot of bands like Godspeed Your Black Emperor, Seagull Ross, and Mogwai. And I really love the, the kind of tremolo guitars. Um, and this is sometimes in Tendron Dream, but it works okay, <laughs> yeah, to, to be honest. So I think it, it's just just honest. Um, and so so it's, it's fine to have another part oh, where okay. I can play all, all, all that stuff or more more dark stuff or even more melody-esque stuff if you like so but um it's always clear that's now we're working tendon dream um a new track or yeah or just um try to find a new a new thing to to adapt in the next part so like um exploring things um no not every hour leads to a new track <laughs> sometimes only to explore a new sound or a new idea how you can use some something inside your studio environment when you're doing this would seem to be crazy for me like when you're doing like playing on touring how are you playing on the songs your song what are you going to do for performance is it um some some tracks are a kind of fixed in, in the structure. So right. like, like that's a more the more um Schmerling esque song. So you have Vloggers, you have White Eagle, so I think there's no reason to ch change the structure every day. Um um okay, but but there's always Schmerl also Schmerling um uh, sequencer based um tracks like Love and Real Train or Sorcerer. Um a kind of freeform even life, which uh, annoys our visual and, and uh, lightning guy because they uh, have to. So even our our, our visuals our visuals are life created because we have sometimes we have even not, not fixed lengths inside tracks that right. we play every day. But sometimes it's one one minute longer. Sometimes it's five minutes longer. Um, it's not easy. So we have even live visuals. That's, that's um, so you don't have a sequencer triggering a visual, so you know you're always going to hit that same spot. It's I, 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 I tried this. We, we, we are experimenting with this um, with insight, um, but we didn't use this to this point. So there are the VZ synth, and there's, there's, uh, but it doesn't look as well as we'd like to. But um, this is the idea for the next sessions, um, because on sessions, um, the visual guy and the person and the lighting person have no chance to get, for example, the first kick because they can't know it because it's music that's created in the moment. And there are some um, MIDI-triggered visual ideas that they can do with Ableton Live, which I've been using live. Um, for for beats, but I didn't didn't use it this time. So normally I have um yeah my model system with me the um some yeah the Voyager, a Memotron which is an um a hard disk Mellotron that's because of memory like a memory card, gotcha. yeah. Memotron, yeah. and um the new um, Wild of Quantum, um because you can load uh, samples in it and. Um, another thing, I'm, I'm doing sometimes sound design for companies, and so I'm in the sometimes so good position uh, um, that I have, I think, eight times sample ROM in it because um, I'm, I'm designed songs for, for the factory presets. Understood. And awesome. so um, I, I can load 
so many sounds. I think it's eight. Oh, I'm not sure. It's 32 gigabytes something in a sample ROM. <laughs> in it. Yeah, and I think uh, normally are two. Two, yeah. two are in, big enough. But so of all, all my synths, um, which is okay, it's kind of, sort of snapshot of I know this of, of synths. So it it doesn't. It's, it's not lively and it's not so. It's only you start it and it's all, always modulated as the same milliseconds because those are samples. But for life, it's as close as you can get. And um, I'm normally not a big fan of emulations and plugins on stage. Um, I tried it all the time, <laughs> but, but sometimes it's, even on iPads and for 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 rhythms it's fine, but I, I don't see the idea for me to use a mini moog as a plugin on on stage because for for many reasons. So um, if something happens with my hardware, I have a rough clue what's why <laughs> it doesn't work on sometimes laptops. It's it's, it's crazy. I can imagine so, that. I could. Go ahead. I'm looking at your schedule for the year, and on your on your site. So there's there's the Tangerine Dream site, and then you have your own website too, which is chock full yeah. of information. You're, so it's like yeah. you're, you're doing some stuff, and then you're doing some live gigs as you, and then you're doing some Tangerine gigs, and then you have some like live streaming is it behind the sessions or behind behind the stores. Yeah. 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 yeah yes. Could you yeah. explain that? To... So behind the stores was kind of blind activision during the first months of COVID. So, um, so was, if I'm kind of close to panicking because I wasn't sure how how it's gonna work, um, I'm not the guy who's sitting at home and say, okay, well, let's see. Hopefully everything gets well after it. So, um, I. I booked venues for for two weeks every day, a big concert hall, and invited all my friends to play sessions with me that we can can stream. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, so it, it's blind activism. So activism, you, you know what I mean. So yes. so after two or three years, you have a rough overview if it was good or not. But it, it worked quite well, so it, it was fine and an opportunity that you probably would never have in a normal situation because everyone was at home. Right. So and um, so there was great people like Markus Reuter from from um, Stickman with the band for Tony Levin and and Schiller, which is unbelievable big in Germany. Um, all the great guys. So, but okay, it was easy to play with Toshiko and Paul because I'm using to do this every, every day. But also Lü, um, which um, he's from from Ashra Temple and Agitation Free, and um, good friends like Harald Großkopf. It was, um, I think we recorded thirty something sessions and we streamed twenty five or twenty six of them. So because not every session worked. But it's it's fine. So, so some some people if it's not it's a good or a bad musician, some people just are not used to playing music in the moment for more than thirty or forty, fifty minutes. So if it's okay. So if you came in from a kind of pop context, you probably never listen to a song that's longer than 
20 minutes. So right. even Genesis, some, maybe you know Sepp ready, but even if, if you listen to some Pink Floyd stuff, and normally people are saying, no, Pink Floyd is long tracks, it's eight minutes. Yeah. Okay, but it's 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We make yeah. music. Yeah. That's quite the evolution over time of the music. It's just and and in order to keep the uh, keep it sounding fresh, but yet keeping the same continuity with the song, that I can imagine yeah. that is truly a yeah. uh, uh, an effort. Yeah. And the idea was to just agree on the root key and the tempo, and then play, and and see what happens, and it worked quite well. And the idea was um, to to the setup was in 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 the audience room. And always have an empty stage behind us, in 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 the frontal camera, and it was fine. And we, we did this two seasons. We recorded a, a third season, but didn't release this to this point because it doesn't felt right in the summer. So. so. It sounds like you got together with a whole bunch of your friends and had a great time. So that's. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then it all turned out good. So that's that sounds amazing. Absolutely. What, what is the uh, the release schedule now? Because you guys just put a new album out. You're ready to tour. What can people be looking forward to now? As far as you, is it, is it touring and then you do another album, or how do you guys have that laid out? I think we, we uh, last concert was last Sunday in in the area of Milan, so I think forty kilometers away. Um, now we have. Two minutes, uh, two months. Sorry, <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> sorry, two two months time um, to to sort us out things, and we are thinking to release a session box of the UK tour and from March. The, the, this was the two days of music in in a project, wow. and it, it is gonna be probably an eight CD and plus um, deluxe box thing from the tour. Um, I think we're gonna start writing the new album in December. Um, I'm, I'm in November. I'm, I'm doing a special guest uh, appearance on, on the tour of uh, Howard Jones. I play the Scandinavian and German dates for Howard Jones. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I think from six November till twenty no November something like this. And it's, it's gonna be great. So Howard Jones is a very different part of the electronic music scene, but mm -hmm. it's he absolutely knows what he's doing and it's, it's yeah it's just fine he's, to have a, he's, a, he's a huge icon in the electronic music scene too absolutely as far as, yeah. as, far as crossover interests from people that have no no knowledge to the deep end mm -hmm. he's he's kind of pulling everything together which is hard absolutely. yeah you know, to get respect from both sides absolutely so we will see how that works but i, I guess fine so we never did this together um yeah, and next year there's a, a, a thing, big tours in uh, U.S. and uh, South America, and um, a, a proper German tour next year. But I think around what's normal, like uh, March to June, n normal tour tour times. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. U.S. tour. Me and Dan will have to come and see you. That will be, be awesome. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. would be great. I think that'd last awesome. time we played was was fourteen. I guess, yeah. That's it. Yeah, so we played 13, the GTA, 14, the West and East Side Tour, and then only the only single date. So we, I think 12, we, we played UCLA and, and New York, but it's going to be the 
as a proper tour since 2014, I guess. Awesome. I actually have so, one question. One more question left. I'm sorry, Don. And, and go ahead. No, go ahead. Actually, Don, we'll end on your question. Actually, with such a huge fan base, do you get people that are so stringent and so on top of you about this? Isn't like the original Tangerine Dream. I like just, is there a back and forth with the fans about like what they think is true Tangerine Dream sound, or you know what I'm saying? Is it or is it just like a, more of an open yeah. audience because? I just there's just two types of people fans. Even like with Frank Zappa, you have people that just love the music because it's open, mm -hmm. or you have people yeah. just they have what they want and that's it. Um, so so you never know. So it, it worked quite well. So it, for sure, we, no one knows what happens after after Edgar said there's <laughs> past. So so um, so we just tried and. Um, yeah, you have people that are saying that it's not tender and dream, but um, the, the the fun is not okay. Fun is, is not a good word for it. But um, I'll talk to um, the, one of Sigros guys said um, mm -hmm. he, he was loving tender and dream until the sequences came in. So he meant the face till seventy three. Okay. Yeah, and people said in seventy four, well, this didn't sound like tender and dream anymore, and oh, so probably it was. Yeah, every three years was the same discussion, and um, and joining them at the time of the Dante Ageri Divine Com uh, Comedy um, project is one of the most hated projects in Tender Dreams history at all because it was with opera singers and pop structures and too many acoustic instruments. Um, so I'm kind of used to. <laughs> Uh, people who says as I know this since nineteen years. This yeah. this doesn't sound like Tender Dream anymore. Um, um, but I think it's it's good to have things like Stranger Things and GTA Five. So um, I think GTA Five is a very strange thing because so many young people listen to our music without knowing that it's Tender Dream. So we, right. um, it was, I think it's thirty five hours of music inside um, so we produced 35 hours of music um, for the game um, and, and I think Tender and Dream, the name Tender and Dream appears twice one in the in first minute and when you finish the last mission after one and a half years something <laughs> it's, a, it's an unbelievable big game um, and I think it's just, it's fine. Oh, there were always new people that came over Stranger Things, or when when they hear some some music in Doctor Robot, or even on the dark music scene. Um, I did uh, some strange remakes for Lots of Chaos with uh, really? let's see, uh, yeah, um, the the uh, movie about mayhem, um, the Norwegian black metal band. And the strange thing about, or, or, or the, uh, yeah, it was always strange. Um, so the guitar player of Mayhem was a big fan of Tender and Dream, but the 80s um, movie soundtracks. And it was not possible to find the copyright owners because one film company bought the other, right. bought the other, bought the other. So no one knows who had the rights to play this. And so um, they asked me to do um, remakes of, the soundtracks. So if, so the fun thing, another fun thing, there was I think the uh, the scene where Euronymous, um was killed by the bass player. Um, 
he um, had the vinyl of uh, The Park is Mine, which is a Tommy Lee Jones film. Um, maybe not the best. Is, uh, I think, yeah, you can Google it. It's, it's, it's a very 80s movie. And, <laughs> but the, the, um, the vinyl never exists. So there was always uh, um, only a tape and, and a CD version of it. But uh, it's fine to have. It's, it looks much better in the movie to have a vinyl of it. And if, oh, it's always only a few seconds. So I think it was uh, this, the first sequence. And then Lisa Gerard's voice from Dead Can Dance came was mixed over it. Um, but I also did this. And some people just... And it was yeah, a discussion about um, mayhem and, and some black metal bands were inspired by Tangent Dream and Klaus Schultz. Maybe for the wrong reason. The Teutonic thing. Okay, yeah. Um, it's, it's not good. But yeah, but, but at least um, they listen to... Yeah, maybe they, they, they explore something in the music. They can adapt something on it and um soundtracks and i think it's good for us so um, so in every country we have a very different um age average average age of of, yeah. of the audience um so in southern europe and northern europe they're much younger than in germany and um maybe there was in in we okay because it's Germany. We didn't have a crowd rock revival, because there is no crowd rock in Germany. We, be, we don't like the term of, for many reasons. I'll be honest. I think it's a weird yeah, yeah. myself. Yeah, honest. absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But um, so so in, in, but it's on the other hand, it's okay because it puts you in in the in a great neighborhood. If if you um this so I, I really like Michael Rother and Neu and um this great guys great people very polite and um so if if someone calls you Krautrock and puts you in the neighborhood of Neu I'm very <laughs> good with it right. <laughs> it's just yeah just a compliment but you it's know a weird name for a genre that's what I'm saying it's all good yeah. it's just it's just a weird name to absolutely yeah so but, but in Span in Spain they had a big crowd rock revival so there were so many young people who join, listen to to cluster um, ashra tendron dream noi even if 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 i would wouldn't consider it as crowd rock so so i think ashra temple was crowd rock in the idea of of having the rock approach inside the music but okay but yeah so in germany the 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 audience is much older okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, different, different interests. Oh, I'm sorry, Don. Did you have one last question that you wanted? To I, I just because I'm such a you know synth fanatic. What's your go-to synth? If you're gonna just go noodle around, have fun, some fun, uh, say, I'm gonna go just sit and do this. Oh, this hard. This um, it's it's yeah, simplified answer. But I really love my modular systems. Um, this is the whole yeah, world. I see them. I see them. Uh, um, and to make it easier, there's 14 DI boxes in it to have every single sound recorded um, separate. Um, so the quantum is great. Sometimes I, I, I like the, the J, uh, JD800 for, for 90 sound. The so Jupiter 8, um, if you're using uh, Strymon effects on it, 
so probably for pets, uh, Jupiter 8 and the Strymon Night Skies, unbelievable. I'm staring at mine right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but every synth has has a good thing. So, so okay, this, this is my studio desk, um, which some wrecks inside. So even, I'm, I'm looking straight. Maybe I can. The, the Waldorf uh, microwave that's, knob. Yep, that's, it's, yep. it's probably the most famous knob. That's it. <laughs> in, 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 For sure, you can always tell. I mean, yeah. I, I love, I, I love my my Blofeld. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's really. I think Waldorf is very underrated, honestly. I mean, in general, it but, gets uh, kind of overshadowed by others. And 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 no nerd talk. So I once had the rec version of the Blofeld and. If you have to restart it while the clock was running, it didn't boot. It's still it's it's still the case. It's a, it's a little finicky. I'm not gonna you know. It's, so, it's... so if you have to restart it and and it's, it was a clock in the median, so the 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 boot um, display was uh, was freezing. So if oh, I, sure. and it was stopping when when the clock came, it does, doesn't boot. It didn't boot on stage, so it, oh. it never. So it was. Deselected for for the <laughs> live gear, but it's it's a great synth for studio yeah, work. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. Awesome, that's awesome. Well, I want to thank you for for coming on and, and sharing all of this information with a lot of hopefully new fans. You add on to the the family of Tangerine Dream, and this has been awesome, man. I want to thank you. Yeah, many guitars. So, so what's your favorite guitar? <laughs> the red one is Aria Pro Two Wildcat. I think '83, so it's an old one. I'm, I'm a fan of old guitars, used used pawn shop guitars because they all sound different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my newest, I had the um, what's the name? The, the Ed O'Brien signature with built-in um, 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 so Taniac. Yeah. So, the Fender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 fine. So, so I tried. Yeah, as well as my last yeah. guitar. It's somewhere. Yeah, yeah. In, the back in the back, there's the guitar stands. I, I, I forget you played guitar too, and you play it well. It's just it's funny. Cause... Yeah, and then, yeah, but 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 not not really. So so I'm I'm doing soundscapes. So so I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I can do a little bit the edge. I can. So Robert Smith is. So I'm I'm never bending. Oh, okay. So because I, I never listen to me, maybe it's fun because I'm, maybe that's why I'm, I'm King Crimson. Genesis um, Cure, there are no, no blue notes in it. No. <laughs> yeah, so so no bendings, no. I can and and I can do tremolo picking. It's, uh, like, it's hard those rough. songs too. To, like you need to do a lot of, of of all the sounds to make a song a song because there's so much space between the parts, and it still even sounds yeah. on the guitar that's not really like a riff. It's usually just sounds that build to a Absolutely. song. You know, yeah. in a way, it's like sequencing. I, I think on a, on a keyboard, but it's you know, mm -hmm. absolutely with strings. So, awesome. yeah, cool. I want to thank you. I want to encourage everybody to go to the website for Tangerine Dream. Go to Thorsten's website. I'll have both the links there on the YouTube and on the podcast. So, thank you, man. Thank it's been you great. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Thank you very much.